You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast, a superhero slanted pop culture podcast about comics, movies, TV shows, and other nerd related things. There's something very important I forgot to tell you. What? Don't cross the streams. Islands in the Oh, yeah. sure. Hey. That was quick. Hey. Streaming. Streaming. Hey. So everybody got me all hyped up for Dark Crystal. Mm-hmm. And I remember mentioning that it grossed me out the first time I tried yeah, to watch it. Yeah. made it about halfway through the You're first time. Oh, yeah. You were trying to eat. I was trying to eat. It. Couldn't do that. It's not. So I revisited it because of the rave reviews, and I finished the first episode, and I was on board. I was like, there was no more of that stuff grossing me out, and it was... Great. Second half of the first episode, I was like, I'm in. And since then, I don't know how many episodes there are, but I've mm-hmm. watched like three or four more episodes, and there's a lot of good stuff. But it feels like there's a whole bunch of nothing going on, and I just can't get into it at all. Really? Yeah. It's, it's cool looking, and kind of neat to watch some puppets running around is like the plot's too dense there's too much going on or there's not enough too much going nothing on? going on ah, okay. there's like everybody's on a quest everybody's wanted by the bad guys and uh it's just like i don't know just i can't remember were you a big fan of the original no i don't even barely remember it i remember it being like very you're the chosen one for no reason Go do this. That's about all I remember. That's all fantasy. Yeah. And they it's getting a little more sophisticated since then, so I <laughs> that kind of stuff's lost on me anymore. So maybe it needs more Jennifer Connolly. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's gorgeous. And like I said, that second I mean that first episode through I was really enthralled and the whole thing's beautiful. Yeah. It's just I'm, like I don't know, it's just not I haven't watched any of it. I'm still really looking forward to it. Um, right now, my house is just scheduling-wise, it's crazy with my daughter's volleyball and stuff going right. on right now. So I'm I'm kind of saving it till after all that stuff. Yeah. We get a break, and then and I want to kind of enjoy it. So. I might still. I every once in a while, like the past couple of weeks, I sit down and okay, I'll just be like, okay, well, where was I at? And I'll start playing it again, mm-hmm. and I'll make it 15 or 20 minutes. I'm like, yep, nothing's happening. There's still some little guy running around. And, you know, whatever. Oh, uh, they want somebody. There's some skexes already. Um, um, I watched a couple things on Netflix. Big downer. Yeah, big downer. I watched a couple things. Um, I watched Between Two Ferns, the movie. I can't wait to watch that, so don't spoil it for me. I'm not going to spoil it. And, I mean, other than we know what Between... If you don't know what Between Two Ferns is. Yeah, this is the Zach Galifianakis playing a exaggerated version of himself of, yeah yeah as and, an interviewer yeah he gets big celebrities on to come a million on million youtube videos yeah and they sit that. between the two ferns and it was pretty much what i expected it i heard it was be. funny it was funny i it, it's wasn't my, it's now, not my favorite thing of the week you, but i heard that the outtakes at the end are the best part <laughs> there's some good stuff yeah you, so, you seem a little low on it i'm hyped for it i think i was a little disappointed i think i had too high expectations okay. for it. Um, uh, also on Netflix, I watched <laughs> to bring it down just a little bit further. Uh, a little sh- uh, special called "Hello Privilege." It's me, Chelsea. Thank you for having me here tonight. My name's Chelsea Handler. 
and I am as white as they come. I'm filming a documentary, as you may or may not know, about white privilege. beneficiary of white privilege. I want to know how to be a better white person to people of color. We need to talk to people who are white and stop asking black people to solve our problems. Do you think it exists? I wouldn't say it's totally non-existent, but it's not something that I see very commonly. But would you see it if you're white? Chelsea Handler, um, she did a documentary style special about white privilege and um, going around to different groups of, of folks and asking, you know, mainly white people, if they believed in white privilege and what their experience with that was. And surprisingly, um, guess what? Most of them. No. That's surprisingly. Yeah. You mean yeah, that's surprising? Yeah, well, uh, ironically. That's the privilege we have. We uh, don't even have to believe it. Right. Believe it. Right. But um, there was some there was some good stuff uh, on a, on a personal level that I did not know about her. Um, I saw a, the clips of her ex boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, scene. yeah. That whole uh, previous relationship she had in like high school, and um, what basically ended with one of her parents. She was living in her boyfriend's house. And who was a drug dealer. Right. And uh, one of her parents just at some point has enough and goes in and basically drags her out. Um, But how their lives ended up differently. Right. So um, it's got some good stuff in it, though. I I thought it was pretty good. I have not heard one bit about this. I don't even know. What is it on? What? Netflix. Oh. Yeah. So uh, watch that. And then, uh, oh, DC Universe. New episode of Titans came out just today. Um, it's already a couple weeks old, but this is season. This is season two. Okay. And uh, right now, at this point, we're getting a lot of backstory on Dick Grayson, Hawk and Dove, Wonder Girl, and now they introduced finally introduced Aqualad. Um, in, in the original, in this version's original team of teen heroes. It's really good though. It's getting good, guys. Deathstroke, <laughs> Doctor Light. Uh, Is this like Identity Crisis, Doctor Light? No, no. Um, and then with Death Deathstrokes, we've already met Rose. That'd make a good movie. And Sorry. now we have a Jericho in in this uh, series. We just got introduced to, but it's does very. He, does he have a perm? No, oh. he's Asian. An Asian Jericho. Odin like that. <laughs> <laughs> but Odin's uh, a white privilege. Yeah. Um I'm really enjoying it. I, it's got I, a lot of privilege. I, I wonder I, if he owns up to that ever. <laughs> we should do a podcast about that. <laughs> yeah, we should. <laughs> uh no, it's really good if you haven't been able to check out any of the shows on DC Universe. I highly recommend all of the uh, new stuff there. Hijacking your cousins. Exactly. <laughs> well, the only thing I have been watching, it seems like for the past two weeks, is from PBS Country Music, new documentary from Ken Burns. Country music comes from right in here. This heart and soul that we all have. You can dance to it, you can make love to it, you can play it at a funeral, 
It has something in it for everybody. Country music is about human emotions. We're always looking for those topics that are going to tell us a lot about who we are, not just to the era that we cover, but who we are now. If you want to look for like super strong women telling really amazing stories, you went to country. I mean, the songs are just like it's. I've seen it or I've lived it, and I, I never would tell my husband which one was. <laughs> I believe that you can go look and find a country song that will help you feel better. Sometimes it might make you cry, but you'll feel better. This is the story of a uniquely American art form that sometimes gets defined as three chords of the truth. And the people who made it, created it, and how it became a business. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. Uh, there's a bunch of extra stuff online. I think I'm not sure if all the episodes are up for streaming, but they've got like they've got a Spotify playlist for all a bunch of the songs they've used. It's got a bunch of extra behind the scenes stuff, extra clips, extra interviews, uh, history about some of these artists. So this was eight parts long, each two hours. So we're, we're talking a 16 hour oh documentary. Ooh. Man, that's almost as long as our uh, extreme TV theme song. <laughs> yeah, why does a Ken Burns do a documentary about theme song? But yeah, this is the guy. This? I have I've got a couple more episodes to go, so wow. I'm almost done with it. Um, yeah, the guy did the famous Civil War documentary, yeah, baseball, baseball, Vietnam, mm-hmm. jazz, the national parks. I mean, this guy's known for these deep, deep, deep dives into this subjects. And when I heard they were doing all that country music, I was hyped because this—that's my jam. I love, hmm. I love country music. So, how much Garth Brooks is in this? Uh, I'm still in the '70s, so oh, okay. I haven't hit the Garth area. It oh. actually—it only goes up to the mid '90s. It kind of ends on Garth Brooks. So, well, that meant, yeah, it kind of it... ends on the high note. And I saw an interview, and he was like, you know, you kind of have to be able to look back at this stuff. It's you can't put, you know, it's hard to do a documentary about what's going on today. So. We had to kind of have some distance so that you can't go up to the minute. So yeah, it started filming in 2012. Over 175 hours of interviews with 101 artists and music personalities. Uh, several of the people I saw have already passed away. So they talked to Merle Haggard, <clears throat> Little Jimmy Dickens, Roy Clark. I'm like, all right, these people are all dead. So yeah, they had to, <laughs> all these uh, interviews in for you know, going on 10 years now. Um, so yeah, any anyone you can imagine still living. Willie Nelson, Loretta Lynn, Dolly Parton, Hank Williams Jr., Roseanne Cash. I'm going to do a list of people. Stick with me. Charlie Pride, Brenda Lee, Marty Stewart, Chris Christopherson, Rodney Crowd, Reba McIntyre, Dwight Yoakam, Juan Jackson, Vince Gale, Emily Harris, Garth Brooks. So yeah, we talked about to talk to and about. They talked to you know uh, producers, people from Nashville, people from the South. Uh, basically, just tracking obviously the history of country music but it wasn't just like and then this album came out and it was exciting it was it was literally hour five before we got to hank williams so this was like really in depth so it Mm. starts basically you know the civil war and america someone created a guitar (laughs) but yeah it tracks you know the banjo is an african instrument that came over with the slaves the fiddle is from Europe and you know Ireland and, and mm-hmm. England, and it tracks migration patterns and how these people met, and then the blues and jazz as it ah, happened. It's a melting pot. And it, yeah, right. It melted in together, and then when the Dust Bowl happened, all these people migrated west, 
and they you know the people with you know the mexicana music and then you know and then they all end up in california together these you know regions that had never mixed and all these hills and hollows from Appalachia. ice came and moved them over here and now mm-hmm. there's what's next and then finally the biggest thing world war ii all these soldiers you know who are from all over the country who have never you know had any kind of integrated you know they've never met someone from a big city new yorker or whatever that they're all in together so it just kind of tracks music and how it's all influenced and there was much less in the early days keeping track of this is this kind of music and this is that kind of music and you know, they called it hillbilly music or race records quote unquote <laughs> Thank so you. any of the yeah the R and B stuff that evolved into R and B, so it tracked all these guys listen to these black blues musicians and listen to these Appalachian you know fiddlers you know up on the hills and hollers somewhere that they you know maybe on one rough, family yes. on the roof roof fiddlers 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 on the roof you said they're up so yeah maybe one family in the holler had a radio that was you know plugged into a battery they had to conserve but on saturday night we listened to the grand old opera you know it's like yeah it's just a fascinating bit to me and again it just reminds me of like even what we're doing talking about pop culture it's really not that important but pop culture is also american culture and like you know who cares about this silly stuff but it's it's history and it's you know you can learn a lot about a culture by what it consumes and the art it enjoys so i don't know it's just watching these things i like again contextualizing history through pop culture besides the fact like even staying current on pop culture you're going to age really fast the minute you stop paying any attention to pop culture. Right. You're going to not know what anybody's talking yeah. about, yeah. and that's the end of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean... So yeah, what's going on on YouTube? We don't know. We're going... <laughs> <laughs> We're out of it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's part of my love of comic books. It's not always just, well, remember when the Hulk fought that guy in that issue? No, it's like keeping track of... And in the movies, you know, sci-fi in the 50s was influenced by the atomic bomb and all this stuff. And Vietnam and Watergate had this implication. So that the what's going on in the world affects pop culture. And it's nice. I love looking back on that stuff and seeing the patterns <clears throat> and kind of tying it all together. To, oh, that makes sense. We were all kind of influenced by this. And this show, this, you know, Kim Burns is a master at that, piecing all this stuff together with this, you know, talking to the people who were there, uh, this footage, you know, photos and documents and just... It's it's sixteen hours long, but it does not feel like it. it. It flies by. If you have any interest in country music at all, you know, even if most people I don't even like country music, but there's good stuff there. It's the basis of all, you know, rock sprang from this. All the all the music we love today sprung from you know rhythm and blues and mm. and and jazz, all this stuff. It's American music, and it must have hit uh, some 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 chord in America. Uh, right now, according to an article I read in Variety, eight of the top 20 spots on Amazon's physical media chart are artists spotlighted in this, and 35 of the top 100. And every single album in the top 20 on the Amazon country charts are people they focused on in this documentary. And then on iTunes, 60 of the top 100 albums being downloaded on iTunes are things they talk, they talk yeah, about in right. this thing so i said his jazz documentary they said it like 
it spurred an interest in jazz that's lasted for mm-hmm. a decade. So like, there's already we're starting to people are going back to Mother Maybell Carter and Jimmy Rogers and all these old school, you know, yeah. the foundation of the country. People are like, oh, that's pretty good stuff. I should go check that out. So, well, I like like I've I've always said I'm not big on country music, but not like across the board. I I have nostalgia for country from my youth right that old country when mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. when my grandparents were listening to um there's still there's a lot of great stuff there i don't i definitely don't write off country music there's plenty of stuff i like it's just the uh stereotypical stuff that i don't like the, yeah i don't Grandma's dog went to prison crap <laughs> i don't like that and i don't like the super poppy country of today but that older stuff would be interesting yeah. to hear about i i listen to country at a for a period of time in my life and that was like one period of time and that was it it was the only time i ever listened to it It was like when i was in high school because that's what everybody listened to it was like country when it had its big comeback was at the height of of whatever it was in the 90s so this documentary ends in 96 so that's probably right Right. yeah great time to stop watching anything about that yeah Agreed. He has so many great stories. Obviously, you have Johnny Cash. You've seen Walk the Line. You know that story. But Loretta Lynn is amazing. Merle Haggard has a crazy story. Chris Christopherson, mm, yeah. you know, helicopter Insane. pilot, flew on the Johnny Cash's front lawn. And I got a song for you. I mean, come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I watched a couple things. I watched a show on Netflix called Unbelievable. Did you guys hear about this? I heard about it. I know this is hard, but I need to ask you some questions about what happened. He tied my hands. He said if I screamed, he'd kill me. No signs of forced entry. Doors and windows were locked. No DNA. Not a single neighbor saw or heard a thing. He brought a blindfold, but nothing to tie her with. Would a shoelace even hold her? You think Marie made up the attack? I'm pretty positive that it happened. Pretty positive or positive? They just kept asking me the same question. How come your story doesn't add up? I wanted to go home. I don't have a victim here. It's bogus. She made it up. We're on the scene of a violent attack. Police say a masked assailant broke in while the victim was sleeping. He said, you need to be more protective of yourself. Black mask, bindings, early morning attacks. I think he's done this before. Aurora, 18 months ago. Intruder, black mask, backpack, tied her out, took photos. To date, has not been caught. Based on the true story of Marie Adler, teenager who was charged with lying about having been raped and the two female detectives who followed the path to the truth. Uh, oh, I think I saw some of this. Yeah, Caitlin Deaver plays Marie Adler. Um, again, great performance. My wife was watching this the other day, and yeah. I sat down and not paying any attention to like, well, I was doing something else, and it was on, and I was like, and then I started like kind of listening a little bit. And I'm like, what is, what is going on here? And like, she was all into it. It was very good. Oh yeah, this, like, this isn't working, moms. What are we? Doing? Lot, I know exactly. <laughs> I, I I think a lot of people have watched this and will watch this. Um, Merritt we, Weaver. Uh, she was in Walking she Dead. Was in Walking she Dead. She was the like got the Abraham shot. She was the doctor. Mm. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
she is great in this. And Tony Collette is a, is, is, they're the two cops. Mm-hmm. I would watch a cop show with those two as partners. Like they're basically partners in this, you know, yeah. like two different police departments get together and work together to solve this case. And like I said, it's a true story. Uh, Caitlin Deaver plays this young girl who's like not doesn't have a good reputation, has a terrible past, and goes to, you know, gets raped, reports it, and is basically treated like she's not telling the truth. And there's some misunderstandings, but it's there's some guys need to watch this. Like, you know, yeah, it's like yeah. you need to watch and see. It's so, you know, I was talking to somebody who watched it, and they're like, I kind of side with those cops. Like, you know, she was made it look like she's lying. I'm like, but they didn't help her at all. They they were. They lied to her about some stuff. They tried to really test her on her story, which was totally unnecessary. And she had no faith in anybody, so she was not going to press it. It wasn't worth it to her. So anyway, it's a great, a lot of great performances, great story. It's pretty clinical, though. They, they, they're kind of mm-hmm. like, okay, this is what happens to you if you report a rape. This is everything you're going to go through. You know, all the tests they're going to give you, all the... Uh, physical things they're going to do to you and they show all this stuff and and it's you know just real it's kind of dark but like I said Merritt Weaver is the best part of it she is so I was trying to think of a way to describe her performance like so calm and like even when she's worked up she it's almost like you want her to really let loose sometimes because she's so casual and calm through the whole thing you very likable and I don't know it's just it's good Tony, of course Tony Collette's always good but they really con- contrast against each other it's a good series I think it's only eight episodes but um, they're not like super long I think they're 30 minutes to 30 to 40 minutes they if they're an hour long that just tells you how good it was they flew by for me I enjoyed the whole series why did we not talk about Cobra Kai season two? Did you did everybody watch season one? No, I never finished it. You watched season one. I love season one. I watched season one when it came out because we could watch it for free at the time. If you got one month, you know, free trial of YouTube Red. Now there is no such thing as that anymore. I believe it's all on YouTube, and you can just watch it now. The full season. The full is season two is on there now. Sweet. And I. I don't know why. I just haven't run across it t- tonight and watched like the first four episodes of season two. And it's just it's great, just like season one, just the ridiculous kind of hokey Karate Kid stuff. Like you know, just uh, like Johnny discovers the internet. <laughs> he, he's like he uh, he sees a conspiracy theory. Oh, I knew that. I just knew that stuff was happening. You know, just ridiculous. <laughs> Stuff. John Kreese is back. Yeah. So you don't have to have you don't have to have anything. YouTube Premium to watch it. Nope. Hmm. You want and it's. Yeah, I did see it was like, well, it's ad supported or whatever. So I thought, oh no, it's not. It's like anything else. You you watch one 10 or fifteen second ad at the beginning, and that's it. Hmm. Each episode. So totally worth it. I yeah. I had no hopes for this. It seemed like kind of a cheesy nostalgia cash in. And it, it, it blew me away the first <laughs> In a great season. Way. 
Yeah. And how yeah, was how much they put into it as like yeah they're, they're trying to tell a good story and so yeah I, I really hope season two some of the stuff with the kids to... is a little bit awkward like they don't necessarily pull it all off and some of it you're like okay well they're gonna be oh they're gonna be terrible at this so by the end of it they're great at it they're gonna mm. practice this at least so you know whatever but it's still you know what you're getting. What was the uh, name of the actor that just passed away today from Karate Kid? Uh, it was the Cobra Kai member mm-hmm. who had the famous line, get him a body bag. Oh right. my gosh, that guy died? He died, hair died today. He yeah. died today. I never heard that. And I don't want anyone to make a joke about a body bag because I'm sure the internet... It's already been put out there. I've already uh, seen it. Yeah. I never even heard that anything happen. Yeah, he died today. And um, right as we were recording... Um, the actress Linda Porter from Superstore, she played Myrtle. Oh, really? She died. The Just, hologram. Yeah, yeah. The greeter lady. Yeah. yeah. She she passed away today too. Uh, she was get her a body back. Sorry, <laughs> oh. I wasn't supposed to make that joke. Too soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you well, it's funny because when I read it, the last, the episode, the last part I saw her on Superstore was the hologram greeter. She was playing that and and she was like low battery and then went off and i was <laughs> oh, like oh no. no so that's uh, anyways cobra kai okay Season so I, I challenge you guys to catch up on that i want to talk about it it's pretty okay. funny all right you're gonna challenge me yeah i'm challenging you <laughs> to the all valley to the all valley streaming right. okay now we're gonna begin your training i'm gonna need you to go wash my car <laughs> wax on uh, alright that's, that's all it. I've got for streaming yep sign it off just sign it off we'll I'll, I'll cut it or what oh I thought you were like adding it to it the last out. we just thought you were just gonna dun, 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 dun. Uh, I can okay just do that and then cut all this garbage out <laughs> <laughs> Kapow, the pop culture podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com. Oh my, you don't know what we're doing. The good guy in the thorny crown told him tricks and mischief lead to Satan. <laughs> yeah. Or, or like one of the bad things is look at us outside waving. <laughs> that, that's misbehaving. Is outside waving, running with in the house with pickles in your mouth, shaving, all bad things, all bad stuff. Yeah, more male nudity than I expected. Oh my god, <laughs> that, that shirt's a little longer than you think it is, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it cracked me up. Okay. So we'll do streaming and I'll figure it out later. So just one one segment? Yeah, let's... I'll figure it out. I don't That's know. That's how we do things. Yeah. Why well, stop now? <coughs> Maybe if I be like, hey, this didn't work, I'll cut this out with this great <laughs> streaming section. Right. 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 There it is. Right, we've got it. Yeah, our bodies are primed <laughs> for marathon. Right. What do you think I did all that gel for? And... Yeah. All right. I was thinking, what can we do next? We did that break. I was like Riverdale. 
Riverdale's coming. I might be able to focus on anything else. It just oh, Christmas it's, time or whatever. Yeah, what, <laughs> yeah. Let's start thinking now if we're gonna get something ready. Yeah. Hmm. What could we even do for Christmas? You're not even gonna be here. Oh yeah. You got a, the live, live broadcast. Yeah, remote from the top of the from the radar dish on the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. I'm hiding in the smugglers. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm in the floor no, panels. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. I want you to pop out of one of the Coke containers or something. Just be there at the park. Them getting footage of you popping out of stuff. <laughs> Riding on the droid conveyor belt. Yeah. Up in the ceiling. Up there. Let's right. come back with a black kyber crystal. That's all I got. Yeah, I've seen a bunch of people going crazy over this. They ended up changing the packaging because people were shining a light through it. Yeah, they figured it out. You get different kyber crystals to put in your lightsaber. Like there's multiple reds and greens and blues. Mm-hmm. Cause different colors. Different you don't know what you're getting. You don't know. Well, yeah, you don't. You you know what color you're picking, but if you but like, there, there is a black one out there that's supposed to be what's the guy's name? The guy that got cut in half. Dark, dark, Snoke. 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 Oh. Anyway, I'm pretty sure Snoke is the black Kyber crystal, but it it comes in a package that looks like you're getting a red one, and mm-hmm. you and there's only one per one hundred yeah. apparently. Well, people figured out that they could shine their front light through the packaging and, and see, see if it was. Yeah. So they changed the packaging, and in California they keep them behind the desk anymore. Like you can't yeah. do it. But yeah. in Florida at this time, because it's new, they don't do that. It's out mm-hmm. there, but they they say they're trying to discourage people from shining a light through it because mm-hmm. they're saying, oh, they'll tell them, you know, that'll it'll cause explosion, you know, whatever. <laughs> You know, just well. What happens is they get bombarded with the eBayers, right? Oh yeah. If you find a black one, it'll sell on eBay for a couple thousand dollars, right? That's I would get those like blind box thingies, whatever they were. Yeah. And like I would have people come in, like, have you moved these? Because they knew the second one back in this row was the rare one. Like, <sighs> yeah. So what they have is like with the Kyber crystal, like you pick green. Okay, well, one cut is Luke. One cut is oh Yoda. One is, yeah, whatever. And, when you, and if you buy the holocron and put it in there, then you... You hear says, their voice right. and stuff, yeah. yeah. It's all just stuff that Merchandising. I, would, I would immediately Merchandising. buy. Merchandising. Bob Chapek. Yep. Genius. So, yeah, there's a, yeah, a few things that have already... Gone and yeah, I saw. I was watching some stuff that since Florida, like they stuff. It's different than California because, like, stuff that they've already run out of in California, they still have in Florida. Right. It's just got, like they've got. Uh, they have the the droid um, chips, personality, the personality chips. chips. They're out of them. Mm-hmm. They've been out of them for a month, a month or two in California. Yeah. Um, a lot of people that have been to both say Florida. They a lot of people prefer Florida. I watched a video today that they didn't. 
Mm-hmm. There's a lot of there's differences. Yes, yeah, like, supposed to be supposed to be the same place technically. That's right, what I was joking about. Right, there's de- there's subtle differences. Paint jobs. Uh, yeah. There's a lot more spacing in Florida, obviously. Yeah. There's more, uh, you know, they've got Home Depot furniture and stuff there <laughs> right. and things. And, um, yeah. But the, and they've got a couple different di- menu items. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a friend that was there they last alcoholic week. alcoholic blue and green milk. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which they don't have in California. Uh, my, my friend was sending me pictures and... The milk and stuff, and there's a you know the the one with the alcohol. It comes in a like a square cup, and the regular is in a round cup. And she was sending me pictures. I was like, oh, Craig got the boozy boozy yeah. one, huh? She's like, oh yeah, a rum and it, yeah, for blue, I think, of tequila and the green, right? Yeah, and there's been a few things that were planned that just I don't know if they got cut for budget or whatever. Like, there was a show they actually did at the preview, the media preview in California, involving, like, that whatever, that V or Vi or whatever that character is. She's with the Resistance. She's the black girl with the yeah. blue hair. Yeah. Of stormtroopers chasing her down, and they're firing guns at each other and running around <coughs> above you on the set, yeah. and Chewbacca's yeah. shooting his bowcaster or whatever. They only did it one time. It was supposed to be an everyday thing uh-huh. and it apparently yeah, just got cut of their this girl this black girl like in an yeah, or, she, orange smock yeah she had some colored hair or whatever but she's like hiding under this thing and these stormtroopers are walking across right. the top and they were, these guys were trying to talk to her and saying like this looks a little different than the last time I was there they were trying to joke about that they were in California yeah and stuff and it's like because they a lot of the cast members have like clever answers for things like mm-hmm. that yeah, there's like try to always act like you're there. Yeah, they did some. Um, they cut a bunch of entertainment in the parks. Like they cut the Majesty Makers and Magic Kingdom. They cut the Muppet Show. I the 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 history one, yeah. which was it was fabulous. It was so well written. Had the actual Muppet performers' voices recorded. And then they just had puppeteers. In Why did they do that? What did they put there? Why would you? Do Nothing. That? They just it just went away you because can't just play a recording and have some. Well, they, they had to pay the puppeteers. Well, God forbid. <laughs> old chap <laughs> Dick couldn't pay some right fucking... because attendance is down. <laughs> I can't fathom that. It is like I wa- I was watching down. a video from, watching a video from this past week at Florida and it's got much more room than mm-hmm. uh, California, but, they, but it's just like why don't people are just <laughs> chilling out? And I'm like, what? They the did it Christ. to themselves. They're they, not ready. There's not every attraction. There. But for two years, their plan was we're going to keep raising prices because we want the rich people to come in and spend. We'll still make the same amount of money, but we'll keep the average guest out because they can't afford it and then we'll have smaller crowds which to me is a sign of the economy more than the S&P 500 or like the people can't afford to do this stuff right, right. they're working two jobs and you know no one yeah. has that kind of money yeah. to blow unless you're really serious about it right close I can get is watch a crappy episode of Goldberg's watch them go <laughs> well this week is ABC's big Disney 
push. Every show's tying Yeah. Yeah. It was even on, like, The View yesterday. Sunday night, Freeform is having a Galaxy's Edge special that's going to air. Like, an hour special or whatever. So, I'm going to check it out. But, yeah. They're just... I don't know. I mean, I'll be I'll be excited if there's not a huge crowd when I go, but yeah, that's good for you. <laughs> I was already thinking that time of year would be good, so that you ought to be set up. Yeah, but it'll it's, be nice and cool. But I hate that's what people were complaining. They were like, "It's a lot hotter in Orlando than it is in California." Oh yeah, yeah. But I hate the fact that they're taking stuff away already. Like yeah. that is bullshit. Yeah, so. I agree. I Muppet thing I remember because I haven't been since we went in two thousand nine was uh, the forty. Yeah, Muppet Vision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's still there. But the puppet show, it was, it was great because you just kind of stumbled upon it, and they they sang and they were up above. It was just great moments in history. But mostly the American parts is what it was. Yeah. It was it was it was fabulous. Best thing they've come up with in a long time. And it had different versions of the show, so it wasn't the same every time you saw yeah. it. And it just I don't know. Huh. Sucks. It was a big draw in that part of the park. But I think so that's not gonna change any of their plans going forward. Is it gonna like slow down any of the expansion or uh, because they're already adding a restaurant to Toy Story Land in Hollywood Studios. Because so, that was, I don't know. I don't know how that's going to, because, I mean, there's room. There's there's an expansion pad off of Galaxy's Edge ready in Hollywood Studios for another ride or whatever. But I don't think it's going to happen for a while. I can't fathom Disney be like, oh, we're, we're short of cash this month. Can't yeah, really, can't really do anything new. Like, I gotta pay the rent. I gotta make sure the it's like right. Disney. You have unlimited money. Yep. Like, being a little soft opening can't be a you know a huge tragedy for them. So, but uh, yeah, they need to quit raising their prices. That's for sure. But then Skyliner is opening up. Well, it basically has opened up just this week, and I'm like it's getting rave reviews. Everybody loves it, and I'm like. Ah. Doing the things you're you're coming out with new stuff like you should be, but just quit charging so damn much and people come. <laughs> if you can't over a hundred dollars for a one day ticket, just people. I know a lot of people will. Oh, we're going on vacation. And they'll go to the beach for four days and go over to Orlando for a day and, you know, go to Magic Kingdom or whatever, and that's all they do. They don't stay on property or whatever. Well, you're completely eliminating those people because if they have three kids, you know, it's $600 just for a day just to get in the park, not including food and merchandise and all that crap. Working ridiculous. <laughs> so I just want to live in a fantasy world of my own imagination. Exactly. <laughs> Build a whole galaxy for me. But the idea that you know, 1955, 
you get into Disneyland, the ticket was a dollar. <laughs> it seems cheap. I remember when I was a kid. I mean, I remember us getting two dollars. It was like twenty twenty five dollars a ticket. When do you work here? Was twenty? Yes. This is all new. The pricing has. To me, it should be like a movie theater. Like, you know, you pay it over the you know, concessions and the extra stuff, the souvenir. Mm. Like, but to price people out before they ever get in the door. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That that's been their plan. Yeah, I want to be nickel and dimed. Right. Yeah, nickel and dime means the traditional American. I can way. decide just how bad I need a mm-hmm. drink of water. Yeah. If I wanted to risk dehydration. <laughs> well, just today they um, there was a big thing where you can no longer. There were outside vendors like. Especially the travel agent, I would. They have a little kid, and I could get them a stroller rental, rental or an electric scooter for half the price from a third party who would bring it, deliver it to the resort, drop it off for you, and then pick it up when you were done. Well, now today they're like, no, we're not. You can't drop them off any longer. Somebody has to be present. You, if you're going to rent that from somebody else then they have to drop it off to you. You are not leaving it with us. Right. So. I could see them being like, hey, if you're not going to get our scooter. Right. That's, that's what not gonna, yeah. We're not going to stand and do your mail for you. Because in the same thing, now everybody assumed this, it would happen with the grocery delivery too because Amazon, Guard Grocery, whatever. Well, if I'm going to be there for a week, I'm going to buy snacks or whatever I'm going to have in my room and I'm flying in I'll just have them delivered I'll pick them up at my resort and we're good for a week whatever we don't consume we'll leave for somebody else and you know well everybody assumed today with the strollers oh god it was a big rumor we can't get our groceries anymore well apparently you can at least for now but that'll be probably next oh you're not buying our food once, then, once Disney and Amazon merge, then they'll be controlling <laughs> right. everything about our lives. So Disney and Amazon, Scooterville. Yeah, we won't have to think about anything. We'll just <laughs> be assigned food. So, we'll be assigned food. <laughs> That's really fine with me. I'm ready. Ryan Mouse here's on a scooter. We'll pull up your ready for that. He has your food for a week. <laughs> I'm ready for that. <laughs> Thanks, Scooter Guy. Yeah. <laughs> All praise be to Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let's go home. All right. Whew.